Hey guys, what is going on? This is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Thinks the Podcast. It's what day is this? It's Wednesday, January the 8th, 2020. And uh, I just thought I would check in with you and uh, see what's going on. I'm laying in bed right now. I, uh, I would hook up my laptop and put a microphone into it and do it upright seeing how this is episode 90 i guess it's kind of a big episode i don't know seems like a regular episode to me but uh i was just tired i was laying here and my phone was beside me i said i'll record a podcast on my phone isn't that a smart thing to do i think i'm coming down with the cold so i wanted to go ahead and uh and get one out i hope that i'm not hope that i'm not i dosed up on some vitamins hopefully i recuperate but is everybody doing good after christmas is everybody i feel man i feel kind of like a sense of relief usually i'm really bummed out that christmas is over but this year was just so busy i know i taught about that man and even now like i'm still running around kind of trying to get back into the routine of everything you know but uh but it has slowed down a little bit so so that's good. That's how my life is going. How's your life going? <laughs> I tell you what, man, I'm itching my leg right now. My skin. At this time of year, my skin gets all dried out. I be chafing. I be chafing everywhere. But it just dries out and it takes so much effort because if you put lotion on, then you got to rub the lotion in. And I have long legs. Like, I'm 6'2". Man, I have a big body that dries up. When my body dries up, it's not like a little like a little person's body, like somebody that's like 4'11 or 5'1". It's like I'm 6'2". There's a lot of body to moisturize, you know? So it takes me a long time. And it's just not like if you could put, if you could like spray on lotion and it just went in. Like, if you could make it go into your pores really quick, I would totally do it. Because I walk around, like, I have dandruff on my legs. That's what, let me look. Yeah, it's like, they're they're really, they're dry. I have dandruff cut in my leg hair. That's so gross. It's not dandruff. It's just like my legs are, the skin is dry, man. And I just don't want to put forth the effort. I just want to, like, I want to scratch it. And then I want to complain to a lot of people who have nothing to do with it. So, lucky you. <laughs> uh, but, whoa, you, you. So, the new season of You came out on Netflix, right? I might as well talk about this. I might as well, man. Okay, so season one, if you watch season one of You, is about this guy, Joe. And he's like this creepy stalker guy, right? And I just, like... I don't know. It was it was okay. I don't remember if I talked about it. I don't I don't think that I talked about it on this podcast. Like uh, just because it really wasn't that great to me, um, especially after Base Motel and Dexter, the show. You, it's about this creepy stalker guy, and he's the kind of guy. He works in a bookstore. He's the kind of guy that like sees a girl. And he's like, oh, and he's like planning their life together and like, oh, there you go again. Like kind of like the creepy guy looking in the window, what they call that, peeping Tom. So his character 
in the first season of you on Netflix, I was just like, dude, I don't even like you. You're a creep. But then the second season, I watched, I binge watched it last weekend. And, and I liked it. I got into it. It was kind of, there was some corny aspects to it. But overall, the storyline and what they did with it and where it ended up, which I'm not going to give any spoilers on the podcast in case you haven't seen it, in case you have a life and don't just binge watch stuff that comes out on Netflix. Like, if you haven't seen you, you should you should give it a chance. I actually think it's a good show. I liked it. But, uh, but I mean, it might not be everybody's cup of tea, but, I mean, he's just creepy. But, I mean, it was like in the second season, you start, or I started to kind of get attached to his character, you know? And if you can pull that off and you're a nut job, if it's a nut job character and uh, and they can pull it off, like, I, that's, I like that. So, uh, yeah, check out you on Netflix. It's a good show. And, like, the Golden Globes were on. Did y'all see this? I'll, I'll, uh... I'll say this and then I'll stop because uh, I got to do, this is like my introduction. I got to do an introduction to the podcast. It's just, it's, I don't know why. Why do I even do this? Why don't I just start talking? It's like, I've got to have me monologue, <laughs> me little monologue. But uh, Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes. Like, I think that the Golden Globes and the Emmys and the Grammys and all these kind of shows are just really stupid. Award shows are really, really stupid because it's just a bunch of rich celebrities like patting each other on the back and getting dressed up. And, hmm, look at me. I won an award. Thank you, God. And uh, it's just stupid, man. Like ego inflating events. You know what I mean? Like they need that. Anyway, well, Ricky Gervais hosted. I'm pretty sure that he'll never host again after what he did. He ripped into everybody that was there. It was, oh my gosh. It was like the, it was the best speech at one of those, uh, by a host at one of those shows that I've ever seen. I mean, he tore into Apple. He tore into Disney. He tore into Amazon. He he made an Epstein joke, like about Epstein not being dead. And then when people weren't laughing, he said, well, I know he was your friend. And like he just, man, he ripped into Hollywood. And he told people, I don't know. You just have to watch. If you haven't seen Ricky Gervais' speech, it's just great. And then, you know, it triggered some people. And some people were like, hmm, I'm a blogger and I don't like it. But, uh, but man, it's just comedy. It's just, it's the kind of comedy that I really enjoy because I enjoy stuff that kind of pushes the envelope, envelope, envelope. It pushes the envelope a little bit, and I like that kind of stuff. It's really good. So uh, let me play my little introduction song and get into the podcast, okay? Do-do-do-do-do. I'm just kidding. Here you go. <laughs> Something that I thought about today was, do you remember 
Well, you might not remember. I don't even remember. <laughs> How can I ask? How can I? That's like me walking up to like an old person and being like, do you remember World War II? Like I was there. Because when you ask somebody if they remember it, kind of, I don't know, you're kind of insinuating that you were there too. Which I wasn't there because I was about to say, do you remember the old commercials that had the little jingles with them? I mean, there's been some in my life, but... uh but the ones that I was thinking about today that I that I started thinking about are ones from like the nineteen maybe fifties, forties and fifties, maybe fifties, nineteen fifties era. Do you know how all the commercials had these little jingles? I remember my mom and my grandma singing these jingles from all the commercials, right? And and I don't know. I think that I would like commercials better if they had these little jingles still. Like, uh, there was one about Nabisco, the, uh, like the Nabisco wafers, and I remember them singing one about Burger King, Brill Cream, remember Brill Cream, um, I actually used Brill Cream when I was younger, I was, I'm like, I'm like this old, I was not supposed to be born around this time, they got me mixed up, they sent some modern baby, you know, back to the 1950s was born and was like really advanced and it freaked everybody out you know that was supposed to be me or that was supposed to be but we're supposed to be swapped places (laughs) shut up glenn you're an idiot but uh yeah i was thinking about how like commercial i don't know it kind of made you almost like the product more, you know? If it has a happy little song with it, do-do-do, brill cream, a little dabble, do you? Like, that's just, that just makes you happy. Why, why, like, commercials now are so dumb. You know, there might be some cool ones during the Super Bowl, but I don't know. That thing's so dumb that I don't, I, I think a lot of people probably watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials, you know? But anyway, I just thought about that. It made me it made me uh it made me happy to think about this last weekend. Actually, uh Friday Friday or Saturday, one of the nights, I watched a bunch of old Laurel and Hardy. Um it's on this app that's on your uh if you have a smart TV, there's this app called Tubi. And uh you can it's a free it's free. And they have a bunch of Laurel and Hardy on there. And it's really good stuff. You should watch Laurel and Hardy. If you don't watch Laurel and Hardy, watch it, you know, who doesn't like Laurel and Hardy? But uh, anyway, what was I wanting to talk about? That wasn't even something I really wanted to talk about today. But, uh, oh, I know what I wanted to mention. Have you seen the new pictures of Adele? She has lost a ton of weight. She looks totally different. I don't think that I would recognize her if somebody showed me a picture now of Adele and said, who's that? I don't think that I would recognize Adele, you know? But but I actually saw an article, a couple articles, about how she lost weight and some people are kind of shaming her for doing that because she was heavier before. And then she lost weight, and they were kind of shaming her for for losing weight. I guess that some 
fat people got mad? I don't know. See, the thing, the thing that I don't understand about culture, like modern culture, and maybe, like, I try, I really try to, you know, I really try to keep up with what's going on and, you know, the way that people see things and music and, and entertainment, even if it's stuff that I don't understand, I try to figure out what it is that people are latching onto when it comes to certain um, artists or when it comes to certain forms of entertainment or people's way of seeing things because I think that it's really important to try to stay open-minded and um, because it makes you it makes you be able to talk to people and relate to people you know even if you disagree with them you're like I can see why you would say that or why you would think that or why you like that and uh and so this whole Adele thing kind of had me confused because I was like wait a minute she did something that was good for her and I read that she split up with her husband and uh, they have a kid together. I think that the kid is like seven years old. And she split up with her husband. And so what better, you know, there what there's not a better time to reinvent yourself. Um, you're going through some emotional stuff. So you might naturally, you might have naturally just lost some weight going through all this stuff. And people are trying to shame her for doing that. But then that's the same culture that celebrates, like that that new artist name. What's her name? Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo. Um, it's a heavier set lady, and people are like going bananas over like her and her weight. Like they're, you know, I don't know. It's like this this pride, this proud thing. Um, and people are talking about how, I don't know, I don't want to use the wrong word, not groundbreaking, but, but how it's a good thing, what she's doing for people that are heavier set or that might have body issues because she's a heavier set lady and she's all out there dancing and proud and showing it off. And I kind of really don't, I don't get that. I don't get how you can body shame somebody like Adele that's been around forever because she lost weight but it's <laughs> but but it's okay to be heavy so like I don't understand that mentality you know what I mean like you can't cater I don't know I think I think people are so scared of offending people that you're kind of catering to just one group you know and and if you're going to do this, okay, okay, I'll be open-minded. If you're going to do this and you have that mentality, where does it end? I mean, does it end at my 600-pound life and you're praising those people for their bodies? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not comparing Lizzo to my 600-pound life or I'm not comparing what Adele used to look like to that. But I'm just saying, where does it end? You know, do we just never want to offend anybody? It doesn't seem like it seems like Adele did something good, and somebody has something to say about it. Which I kind of I don't understand that. But 
Maybe it's not my place to understand it. Maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe I'm just getting old and I don't understand. I was like that about Post Malone last year. I was like, I don't even understand Post Malone. I don't understand the hype. But then I listened to some of his music, you know, and I was like, I get that. And I even like a couple of his songs. But, uh, you know, so I will be open-minded towards... You know, but there is stuff that I just don't get. There's stuff that I don't understand, and maybe it's all right. Maybe that, you know, maybe it's just like the a generational thing. Like you just don't get it. You're not dope and lit anymore. But uh, but I'm okay with that. But if somebody can explain that to me, I'd appreciate it. And I don't get it. I think that Adele looked pretty nice. I am not going to lie, but uh. But after Christmas, man, I did a purge. I try not to hang on to a bunch of stuff, and I noticed that uh, my T-shirt collection and my clothes collection was just growing and, you know, it was just increasing over time. And every time I'd get new stuff, I wouldn't throw anything away. And I don't want to be one of these people that hangs on to all kinds of stuff, you know. And so... What I did was I went through all of my clothes. A couple days after Christmas, I went through all of my clothes. And I got a donate bag with a bunch of nice, like, name brand type stuff to donate um, to an actual charity. Like, an actual place that does good stuff for people. Not like Goodwill. Goodwill, let me tell you something about Goodwill. If you donate to Goodwill, that's good. They'll be like, we have jobs to people that can't get normal job yeah i mean that's great but do you know that's a for-profit company when you give to them they're making money off of your stuff that's a pretty big racket you know what i mean because you a lot of people always look at goodwill like at some kind of charity look up how much their ceo makes which i don't know i know i mean i know that it's enough to not want to give anything to them anymore but uh yeah, that's a for-profit company. So to me, that's a genius business model because you're asking everybody else in the world to stock your store for you. Like the merchandise is donated, but then you make a profit off of that stuff. That is a racket. So uh I don't know. If you if there's any more charities that take stuff like uh like uh Sometimes food pantries have clot like uh clothes closets for people. Uh schools sometimes collect clothes. There's a couple uh charities um in in my town and town surrounding me where you can take stuff and it's like a hundred percent uh charity to help people. But so I had a I don't know why I told you all that. So I had a donate bag and then I just had a trash bag of like old t-shirts and stuff like that that weren't any good and like every every so often i like to go through my stuff because i don't want to accumulate too much but i uh i have a couple articles of clothing that i will just not let go man i have a pair of sweatpants and it has holes all around the waistband like all around the waistband and uh um one day i'm just gonna pull them up and the pants are going to fall, and I'm just going to have a waistband around my stomach. 
<laughs> That's what's going to happen. I mean, they're so... I don't even wear them out in public. Not because I really care, because they're so comfortable. I've had these things for, man, let me think, probably about 18 years. Probably 18 to 20 years I've had these sweatpants. And I just won't give them up. I don't know why. It's something about them. I can't throw them away. And then I have a pair of camouflage shorts, which, I mean, I can't put anything in the pockets because there's holes in the pockets. And, like, my keys will just fall out through the holes in the pockets. And, I mean, they're all ripped and tattered and messed up and there's holes in them. But something about those two articles of clothing, I just won't. I mean, I won't let them go. And, uh... I don't know. So those survived the purge. And then I had a pair of jeans. This is funny. I was at work. I was at work yesterday, actually. And I tweeted about this because it made me chuckle when it happened. Was I squatted down. And I've gained a couple pounds during the holidays. I'm not going to lie. And uh, if, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I talked about that on the last podcast. But I squatted down and I kind of spread my legs out to keep myself from falling over. You know how when you squat down, you kind of spread your legs out to give yourself balance? Well, I did that. And uh, and when I did that, this four to five inch hole ripped in the crotch of my blue jeans, right? It was a pair of blue jeans. It just ripped. And I was like, man. And um, you would be surprised how much the wind blows, you know, outside, and you don't even notice, <laughs> especially in the winter. But, uh, yeah, so I got to throw those away, too. So that was good. I actually felt good about that because they were kind of they were kind of weird-fitting jeans. You know those jeans that you put on? If you're a guy, if you're a girl, you might be used to it. But you know those jeans that you put on, and they just pull up snug to everything? And it's kind of like... Yeah, like the low riding jeans that that girls wear. What do they call those? Low riders? I don't know. Low, I don't know what they called. I'm not even gonna try to guess. But I mean, they just they didn't fit right. And if I have a pair of jeans, I'm in it to win it for years. Like I'm not gonna throw them away. I'm gonna wear them a, a couple years. I'm gonna wear them as work jeans. So I'm kind of glad they ripped in the crotch. I'm not gonna lie. They made for kind of a weird... I kind of walked weird for a little while. Just because he can't be having that. But, uh... But, man, I feel like I'm getting sick. I hope I'm not. But I hope you guys have a good week. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Today was kind of a lazy day. I didn't plan on doing a podcast today. So, uh... So that's why it's kind of off. And... And... I feel kind of kind of icky. Hopefully I can fight this off. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting my podcast and for listening and for downloading all past episodes. <laughs> if you want to hear me talk about anything in particular, you can email me, glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com, and I shall respond to you. You can also follow me on Twitter. I hope that all of you have a good week. And I'll talk to you probably next week. Peace out.